This Known Leader podcast is presented to you by your friends at LifeWay Student Ministry. We want to help you lead students to know God, own their faith, and make their faith known. You can find other incredible student ministry resources as well as future camp information at www.lifeway.com forward slash students. Welcome to another episode of our Known Leader Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rick Prawl, and I am still joined in the studio this month by Jimmy Hester, our Director of Student Ministry Publishing. Jimmy, how are you? I'm good. Good. Thanks for uh, hanging out with me uh, as we're talking about Jesus. This is a great, great topic, great month, great unit of study to talk about, too. So It really is. Easy to talk about Jesus. So, <laughs> uh, Jimmy, we've talked about, uh, in these last two sessions, we've talked about you know, why did Jesus come into the world and why did Jesus do miracles? And we're going to follow that up this week with this question, why do I need to know Jesus? Uh, why is this a good point to insert this question into this whole unit of study? Oh, I think this whole month is built on on this very thing, is, is to help our students to know more about Jesus, as you've said, that's very true. But I think it's built in the first two sessions, laid a foundation uh, for this session right here. Uh, not that the fourth one's not going to be important, <laughs> right. but the, but this one is, is really important because there's a lot of students out there who who need hope. That's right. <laughs> and who need to be able to think about. And there there are others who aren't even thinking about the future. They're really, you know, they're living for today and they're doing those kind of things. But this is a real good place to insert this as to what what is Jesus' role in my life, you know, right both right now and in the future. That's right, yeah. And so I think this is going to lay, lay even a further foundation and, and give you as a leader an opportunity to call them to decision. Sure. Uh, to make some decision, whether they're already a Christian or not. But what exactly, what, how does Jesus fit into your life right now? Right. But also the hope that he gives us for future. And so I think it's a great process that we're going through this month. Sure. And I, I remember I became a Christian when I was nine years old. And at that point, it was all I knew about Jesus was that, you know, he had died to pay the price for my sin. And I accepted him as my Savior, which meant as a nine year old that, you know, I wasn't going to hell, I was heading for heaven. And that was the extent of my knowing Jesus. And for a lot of our students in our classes, they may share similar knowledge experiences about Jesus. And we're really trying through this unit to help your students know Jesus, not just know that one little thing, but to know a whole lot more. We're looking at this session at these this question, why do I need to know Jesus? We're looking in John chapter 10, verses 1 through 10, and then 27 through 30. We're going to look at three life principles in this session and the first one is, why do I need to know Jesus? Because he is the only way to God. Verses 1 through 9 there in chapter 10. What do you see there in those verses? Well, we're in one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. There you go. Is John 10. Uh, <clears throat> and it begins, uh, we talked about this in the first session, but he begins here by saying, I assure you, and he'll say that two or three times in chapter 10 here, because he is really dealing with the truth of Scripture and the truth of who He is, and so He's going to say this: "I tell you the truth. This is what I want to. I want to make sure you understand." And so He begins chapter ten with those words that He wants to testify to the certainty and the importance of the words that He's getting ready to to express to His disciples. Right. And so the illustration He gives here in in uh, in chapter ten is that of um, is that of the sheep and how the sheep 
have a relationship with the shepherd and the shepherd with the sheep and how they recognize his name and just that whole image of that relationship. But the real image that he uses here in the beginning is the image of the door where the sheep come in and go out. Now, one of the things you'll notice here is when he talks about uh, coming, uh, coming, entering and, and going out of, through the door, it, there is a single door. There's not right. a front door and a back door right. in this pen. <laughs> it is a single door. And the interesting thing to me is when he talks about the doorkeeper who opens it for him and then the sheep recognize his voice and they follow him, that must mean there are other things who come to the door also mm. because it's not all of the sheep who are immediately coming to him. It's right. those that recognize his name. And I think that's an important image to pick up here in this in this first passage. Uh, he also talks about those who don't come through the door, right. who jump the fence or come in some other way, who are robbers and thieves. Um, and that's an important thing to, to highlight here too, is that there are other – other things in life that can take away from uh, us following the the shepherd, our shepherd Jesus, That's right. and and not coming through the door. They're not they're not using the proper um, way to get to to express that. That's, That's right. what they're saying when it says that they don't use the door. So the doorway then is the image of a point of entry. It's a narrow way. It's not a big wide door. It's the official way, and. Of course, it's the only way, right. and that's that's the point that we're making here: is that uh, Jesus is the only is our only hope for life, and He's the only way to get there. Well, and that leads right into one of my favorite <clears throat> verses in the Bible as well, uh, in John chapter ten, verse ten, and this idea that not only is He the only way to God, but He gives you meaningful life right now as well as in the future. But as you look at John ten ten, what do you see there? Well, you're exactly right. Uh, he contrasts this with the thief who comes in to steal and kill and destroy, and he talks about the reason he comes is to bring fulfillment, is to bring an abundant life. That phrase, abundant life, you could, you could use other words to talk about it being life to the fullest. Right. You could talk about it being the full, meaningful life. We used to have a little track that talked about that, how to right. have a full and meaningful life. Um, it's a rich and meaningful life, but it's not abundant or meaningful based on our definition of that. Right. If it were, we would have multiple definitions of that. Everybody <laughs> right. could yeah. fill in their own blanks there and, and make that whatever they want it to be. But it's really uh, God's definition of a full and meaningful life, which means, again, go back to this relationship thing, it's our relationship to God. For us to understand what that full and meaningful life is, we've got to have that relationship with God. And we have that through Jesus, the shepherd. That's right. And that's the real purpose of this of that statement, I think. Well, and you mentioned some of the different thoughts that we might have related to what an abundant life is all about. And, and leaders, we've included uh, just a, a real brief Facebook poll. We actually had a, a variety of answers, even more than we could print. And you see that those range from what we might consider, you know, your typical church kid, you know, that Christian answer to, you know, kids that everything related to an abundant life is built around materialism and things that they can have and and own and pursue. So this is a great opportunity for you just to really sit down and park just on this one verse and talk about what it means for Jesus to give abundance and meaning to life. Mm -hmm. We'll move from there into the third life principle to wrap this session up. We're going to jump over to John chapter 10 verses 27 through 30 there um, at the end of that chapter and talk about the fact that he secures your future. Uh, What do you see there in those verses? 
Well, he comes back again, even after some other other uh, conversation. Here. Right. He comes back to the image of the sheep. I mean, that's that's the theme in all of chapter 10. <laughs> so we're a bunch and of sheep. So we're a bunch of sheep. <laughs> yeah, we are. But he comes back to talk about this in relationship to the, the, the mutual commitment in the relationship, that Jesus knows the sheep and the sheep follow Jesus hmm. because they know Jesus. And there's responsibility there on both sides. But the the point I think that I see in here is the security and the safety that we find as sheep in the arms of the shepherd because it talks about that in there. It talks about that um, no one's going to be able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. Well, that's a, that's an image of being secure and safe in the arms of the Father. And so we can we can trust in that. And, and those searching teens and searching adults, too, can find that kind of, of that is the hope. Right. We, we talked about hope earlier, and that's the theme of this, the only hope. That is the hope that Jesus provides us and the trust that we can have in him to have that kind of security and safety in that relationship. And that he wants that, and that was the purpose of him coming, right. was to bring abundant life to us. And that's part of what that abundant life means. Definitely. I would encourage you leaders again, as we did in the first session, this is a great opportunity as you've, through this session, presented the need to know Jesus, to go ahead and use that known plan of salvation at the inside back cover of your leader guide um, or use another tool to help provide an opportunity for your students to come to know Jesus in a personal saving relationship. Well, thanks for joining us for this session. Again, our question this week, why do I need to know Jesus? Three life principles. He is the only way to God. He gives you meaningful life now, and he secures your future, which leads to the point this week is that Jesus is your only hope for life. Join us again next week as we'll wrap up this entire unit study with moving beyond just what do I need to know about Jesus as Savior to what does it mean for Jesus to be Lord of my life, and we'll wrap up this entire unit of study. Join us again next week. <laughs>